still waiting for a big smile out of you. You're up 2-0. What's the story? Are you not happy or? Stay to be happy about. You're up 2-0. The job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. Hey everyone, I hope you're doing well and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Jobs Not Finished podcast. This week, I'm going to go over 10 questions you will be asked on a job interview that is non-technical. Technical interviews sometimes like to put your skills to the test. They may put you on a whiteboard, answer some questions, give you a test on site or a take-home exam. I'm not going to go into those kinds of questions, but for any non-technical positions, you most likely will run into some of these questions on your job interview. Now, my goal is that maybe you can use this to prepare, whether you're a fresh graduate looking for a new job or looking to re-enter the workplace. I hope you can use this in some capacity when you're preparing for that job interview. I'm going to read off each question and then as I read off a question, kind of give you some insight into how I would answer it or why I think people ask this question. Uh, Just so, again, it can help you out when you're looking to answer this question. Feel free to do some more research into answering these types of questions. The more prepared you are, the better. So, yeah, let's dive right into it. Question number one. Can you tell me a bit about yourself and your past experiences? Now, this is kind of the starter pack question. Whether you applied for a job in high school, college, post-college, I believe no matter what level you're at, you've probably ran into this question already and have a method to answer it. I would suggest to keep it short and sweet and concise. You know, if you have 20 years of experience, you may not want to go all the way back to your first internship when asking this question. And especially don't keep, you know, your interviewer or the hiring manager, just have them sitting there listening to you for 10, 20, 30 minutes just answering what your experience is. So keep it short, keep it concise, and prepare on how you're going to answer this question. Question number two, what got you into this field? Now, my guess as to why they ask this question is to see whether you have a passion behind it. I think the wrong way to answer this would be, for example, if they ask me why did I pick HR as my uh, major or why did I decide to go into HR as a career? I'd say the wrong way to answer that is, uh, you know, it pays well or uh, it's really easy. It's an easy field. Uh, that's why I came into it. I guess the best way to answer this would be, you know, you took some courses in it. You have some interest in it and you took internships. You found a passion for it and you wanted to move forward and continue growing as a professional. Something along those lines, you can definitely add your own story to it. But I think this is definitely to test whether you have a passion behind it because companies do want to bring someone on that is going to light a fire under them, that's going to push them forward and not someone that's just in it for superficial gains. Question number three, why did you apply for this job in particular? You definitely would have to do some preparation to answer this question. You'll have to maybe read over the job description, figure out what stands out to you. When explaining why you picked this specific job, you might want to tell them something along the lines of X, Y, and Z stood out in the job description. It looked like an opportunity for me to apply what I know and I can continue growing and learn more, Uh, something along those lines. Again, feel free to add on to that. But I think it's good to prepare for this and not just have a blank stare at them when they ask, why did you pick this job? And to say, "Uh, you know, I've been applying for 100 jobs. I just saw it and I applied. I think that'll show the employer that you're not really excited about the position. So again, just garner some excitement, some interest to show them that you are excited to be there. Question number four, what do you know about our company? 
this is important. If they ask you what you know about the company and you say nothing or, you know, I'm not familiar with the company. Can you tell me about the company? They're going to know that you do not care or it's going to come across as if you don't care, even if you don't mean it to come across that way. In this day and age, it's really easy to research the company beforehand. You don't need to know the full history, uh, but, you know, going on their LinkedIn page, finding out what they do and maybe researching a mission statement would be a good start. And then if you do have any further questions, this would be a great time once you answer it to maybe ask them to clarify some things like, hey, I'm confused about what the company meant by X, Y, and Z in their mission statement. Can you guys go over that? Things like that. But it's good to always know at least two to three things about the company, definitely what industry they're in, what they do, what they're known for. If you don't know that and you let the employer know that, just know you are. it's very rare that you're going to get a call back, uh, just to be very transparent on that. Question number five, what do you see as your greatest strengths? This question is pretty straightforward. You want to highlight something that you excel in. Ideally, you can highlight something that can be applied to the job you're applying for. For example, if you're applying for, let's say, a customer service position and you get asked about your greatest strength, you don't want to say, oh, I can lift 50 pounds. I know some jobs say be able to lift 50 plus pounds. You may not want to say that's your greatest strength when you're applying for a customer service position. So again, just make sure it's something that can be applied to the job and my suggestion would be to keep it concise. You don't want to throw 90 million different strengths out there. I know everybody wants to promote themselves, but if you find that thing that you excel in and you can highlight it and present it to the employer in a way that shows them that you know what you're doing, then that would be a home run. Question number six, what do you see as your biggest weakness? Now, this is a very interesting question. This has been the toughest one, I think, for me to grasp throughout my experience in going through phone screens because you don't really want to tell someone about your weakness, especially someone that you potentially will be working for. So my suggestion, if you're faced with this question, is to not bring up something that's detrimental to you getting hired. So for example, if you're, let's use that customer service example again. If you're applying for a customer service position and they ask you what your biggest weakness is, it may not be smart to say my biggest weakness is getting on the phone and speaking to people or speaking to people in general or, you know, public speaking multitasking, even if those are weaknesses of yours, um, you know, it's ideal not to lie. And, you know, you should apply for a job you feel you can apply yourself in and excel in. But it would not be smart to give a weakness that makes the employer think, oh, I don't want to hire this person. The best case would be to bring up a general weakness and let them know how you're working to fix it. So whatever you do give as an example, make sure you also follow that up with, hey, but I am taking courses online or I am working with someone to help fix this weakness just so they know that you're working on it. It's not something that you're letting linger as a weakness in your career. Question number seven. Can you provide an example of a time when you suggested a change to a process and what the outcome was? You'll definitely get a lot of scenario-based questions, so I wanted to throw some of those in here. This question in particular, I think, is more so to see your thought process, how you approach a project, what the first steps are that you take, how do you make things more efficient, are you innovative, do you bring value to the company? So again, when answering this question, you would want to break that down and make it as clear as possible to them what you did, what impact it had, and what the outcome it was, just so they know from start to finish, you know, that you are someone that can bring value to the company. Question number eight, can you provide an example of a time when you made a mistake at work and how you handled it moving forward? Now, this is very similar to the question about your biggest weakness. You don't want to give an example of something that would make the employer think, wow, this is, I don't want to hire this person. Like if you worked at a bank and you accidentally leaked 
account info for all your customers and you say, hey, yeah, you know, that was a big mistake I made, but I won't do that again. I'm pretty sure that bank that you're applying for or interviewing with is not going to want to move forward with you. And this kind of question, whatever the mistake is that you bring up, the employer wants to see how you handled that mistake. Did you own up to it? How did you fix it? And what steps did you take to ensure you won't make that mistake again in the future? Question number nine. What has been your greatest accomplishment so far in your career? This question, it may be asked in a different way. Maybe they'll say, what's been your greatest accomplishment in your life? Uh, it's definitely different for everyone. There's not one right answer, but I would suggest picking something professional and something that can relate to the job you're going to be doing. Now, that again, I could be wrong on that. Sometimes an employer likes hearing something outside of work, something personable, but again, I think it would be best to tailor that answer to relate it somehow to the job you're doing or to show that, you know, you're a person that goes above and beyond and a person that strives for greatness. You can definitely use this question as a way to separate yourself from the competition by explaining some of your accomplishments, you know, highlighting yourself and patting yourself on the back and showing them that they need you on the team or they should want you on the team. Question number 10. Do you have any questions for us? Now, in my opinion, this is one of the most important questions. If you say no, it may show a lack of interest or it may show the employer that you weren't prepared. You don't really care about the job or about the company and they might not move forward with you even if you had an amazing interview because there will be other candidates that ask great questions, ask questions that excite the employer, that make the employer know, hey, this person really wants to get in here and they're curious, they're inquisitive, we want this person on the team, they're going to be a great fit. So it's very important to ask questions. When you get to this phase of the interview, the interview is basically over on your end and it's your turn to kind of interview them. Now that doesn't mean ask 10, 20, 30 questions. You can definitely prepare three to five. I try to prepare around five and normally my approach is reading the job description. If anything stands out, I'll point that out and say, hey, what did you guys mean? I read the job description. What is X, Y, and Z mean in the job description. Can you elaborate more on that? If something confuses you about the company, about what they do, you can bring that up during this part. You can ask that question. If you're confused about your role, if you have a question about management, if you have a question about the team culture, this would be a great time to ask those questions. Personally, I think it's good for you to ask those questions, not only because if you don't, it'll look bad, but because you don't want to go home and be like, huh, what did that they mean in the job description about that? Or how is the team culture? You don't want to go on the job to figure out, wow, this isn't a job I actually wanted because the team is toxic. They're running you into the ground. They promote burnout or, you know, it's, you can figure that stuff out in this part of the interview. If you ask them, hey, how's the team culture? And they answer something like, oh, it's great. You know, we go above and beyond to pick up after each other. Just last week, I worked 60 hours because I was picking up for, you know, if they answer something absurd like that and the expectation is that they need something like that out of you, that could be a great question as well. Again, right there, you can ask them, hey, what is the team expecting of me? Or what do you expect of someone in this role? And if they say something along those lines, you know, all right, these people are crazy. I don't want to work for them. But if you didn't ask the question and you got the job, when you're in the job and they're running you into the ground, it's going to be tough. You know, you're going to regret not asking that question. Again, in general, aside from even finding a company that you don't like by asking these questions. These questions could excite you even more. You know, they might talk about different projects that you'll be touching on, different departments that you'll work cross-functionally with, different softwares you'll be learning, and you might get even more excited about the position. And you'll know this is the right fit when you're comparing it to other jobs. So I think this is very crucial on both sides. One, you can ask questions to know 
whether it really is the right job for you. And two, if you don't ask questions, the employer might not think you're the right fit for them. Now, there you have it. Of course, there are a million other questions that an employer can ask you. And if you're going in for a technical interview, get ready after this portion, you most likely will. Someone else will come into the room and they are very strict. They're a technical person. They're going to give you an exam. So best of luck on that. But I hope you guys can use this as maybe a mock interview and go through this if you're re-entering the workforce and you haven't really gone through a phone screen or a phone interview in a while maybe you can use this and kind of dust off your old skill set you know clear out the cobwebs and get ready and prepare hit the ground running remember nerves are normal if you're nervous when you're going through this it's normal it's always best to prepare so i hope you found value in this and it helps you prepare and again best of luck take care guys